Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the We Don't Know Sports Podcast and a very, very happy Thanksgiving to everyone out there. Happy Thanksgiving, Mr. Brown. Happy Thanksgiving to you, Chad and Mark. I appreciate that. Biggie, happy Thanksgiving. Sam, do you looking forward to that big bird tomorrow? Man, I can't wait. No, no, you you've been in the woods the past couple of days. How's your uh outdoor excursions gone? It's went pretty so pretty good so far. One of my boys has dropped one, the other one got a couple shots, but uh was a little bit nervous, anxious. We're gonna get him on one tomorrow or the next day. You mean so you're not teaching your kids young enough to be killers? Hunting is about time with family <laughs> in the woods. Killing is only murdering part of it. Bambi. Only part of it is killing. <laughs> hey, we kill cows every day. And nobody cares, right? That's the damn thing. If you eat a cheeseburger, you're a murderer. So don't get on me for killing Bambi. If you're a cannibal and you eat a human, that doesn't mean you're a murderer. You're just a cannibal. No, you're still murdering. <laughs> this got dark real fast. <laughs> we went to caveman era. Yeah. yeah, that's how Thanksgiving goes. You know, you just talk about random things, people get in fights, and don't talk until Christmas. That's usually what happens, right? Bring up politics at Thanksgiving. You don't have to buy as many Christmas gifts. Mr. Brown, you got any fun plans for Thanksgiving? Uh, <laughs> you, you know the answer. Uh Moving on. <laughs> yeah, no, just all I can say is for tomorrow, we're hosting at our house for the first time. Congratulations. Yeah, something like that. So just uh, pass me the eggnog. <laughs> you know, we need to get him the little uh, moose cup from Christmas Vacation. To if make you him did, I would appreciate it and I would absolutely use it. From uh, Wally World, right? Oh, yeah. It's the Wally World yes, moose. Yes. People don't realize that. Well, you know, we're sitting here tonight. It's Wednesday. Everybody's going to be listening to this on Thursday or the beyond. And, you know, I work in a world where I have to clock in and out on Black Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And it's absolutely terrible. But in the meantime, we're watching some college basketball. We're watching our Mountaineers tonight. And it's halftime right now. And while they're up, it's a little disheartening. But that's usually how the early season goes. Now, outside of that, though, we have, you know, Thanksgiving football to look forward to, right? But we don't have a Thursday night game now. What happened? COVID happened. Again. It's so disappointing because one of the, my favorite things about these last, I don't know, seven, eight years NFL Network got involved in the Thursday night games is that you went from just having Lions, Cowboys, which isn't bad. It's football. You got <laughs> typically I'm a good yeah. Thursday I, I'm night game. I already know what you're saying. I wanted you to stop no. it. It is bad, because guess what? Barry Sanders ain't coming out that tunnel, so the Lions on Thanksgiving is bad. Quit trying to sugarcoat it. The NFL's doing their part, though, right? What do you mean they're doing their part? They're helping with social distancing, because there will be no large crowds gathered to watch these terrible games tomorrow. Because we got uh, Washington and Dallas. No one's going to watch that. What was the other one? Houston and who? Detroit. Yeah, so yeah, they're doing their job. <laughs> Houston, Detroit, the early game, and that's why I can afford to be in the woods because I ain't missing crap. And then I got Cowboys and Indians at the four o'clock game. I got to watch that one. You can't call them that. I just did. <laughs> it is appropriate on Thanksgiving. Dallas is playing Washington. It is. Is there a uh, it's bittersweet in a sense? <laughs> Thursday a night college football blankets. game, Thursday night college basketball tournament game, or something. I kind of got to where I looked forward to that one because it's usually a divisional matchup. Good game. I know there's a lot of Steelers upset that they're postponing the game. 
Uh, there are. Uh, and you know what? I, I'm disappointed that we don't have that great game. The good thing is there will be college basketball at least. Like I was surprised today to flip on the TV at like 2 o'clock and there was college basketball already being played. So that was kind of a nice change of pace. And, and I'm, I'm definitely excited. We were talking earlier. How do you feel about college basketball versus the NBA? Oh, I absolutely love it. I mean, it's, it's still a true game. They play defense. There's schemes involved. Teams play to their uh, strengths. Right. You know? And certain teams, you know, they're better on paper, but then they may come out and run some out of the gym. Man, there ain't nothing like seeing that group of five seniors from a small school that can just run somebody out of the gym because they've been playing together for four years. I mean, that, that's what's beautiful. I think I'm more excited, too. I hope we get to have a season because we got robbed of March Madness last year. And, like, the, that's the best spectacle in all of sports. And I'm a baseball guy. That's the best thing there is in sports is watching that tournament. Yeah, that's so like, I, I pray to God we have that tournament this year because if we don't, people's going to burn down cities even more so than we are now. They, they say that's the best time to schedule a vasectomy, right? I will follow you up <laughs> with this. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. If we do not get college basketball this year – we're going to burn cities down because forget every other sport out there. I can sit and watch Gardner-Webb play Duke and beat them at home for the first time in however yes. long. Every single game. We're out here tonight. What would you say? Five seniors out there playing that you never heard of before? We're watching WU up at halftime. South Dakota State University. Bunch of old chalky white boys that are unathletic. <laughs> and they're whooping us in different spots. You see that at the college level. Guys playing their tails off. I love college basketball. If you take it away from me this year, I'm going to lose my temper. Give me what I want. Just say it. Give it to me. <laughs> All right, let's calm down. Let's reset. Okay. Yes. So we know later in the show we're going to have our NFL Stone Cold Lead Pipe Locks of the Week. Um, but, you know, we love college basketball. It's here. Now college football has been victimized once again by COVID. So I think we talked last week, what I say, there was like 60-some-odd games that have it, already been postponed. Might have even been 70-something. It was, it was a lot, up there. right? And, and here we are again. There's more games now. Now it's hitting us close to home because we were looking forward to Oklahoma and WVU this weekend. That's been moved to December 12th. Nick Saban's got COVID again. Second time. But So it's it's mutated. It's mutated. So this time he's not coaching. Last time he had it, but he tested not positive, not positive, not positive. So we got to coach. This time, as, as soon as he got it, they already said he's not coaching. So I mean, last time he had COVID negative. This time he's COVID positive. Whatever oh. that means. <laughs> gotcha. He's going to coach. It's yeah. just, he's going to have a mustache yeah. in the disguise. Yeah. Yeah. He'll be there. Yes. I mean, this is uh, – it's maddening that it's come to this point. We've had issues with Clemson and Florida State last week. That was a marquee game did, we lost. Did you follow some of that between Dabo and uh, Norville? All the I guess State they were really coach? upset over like at the end of it that like toward the end of the week, they're like, oh, yeah, we can't play. And I know that Norvell was like, I'm not a doctor. I'm letting them make the decision, like real passive-aggressive like. Uh, I, that's all I, I know. I'll tell you who needs to get COVID. It's Penn State. <laughs> They're hoping they get COVID. Poor <laughs> start in school history. When they have practice, they just keep spitting each other's mouths openly. I wish it. they just say they got COVID and that's been a result of their poor play. <laughs> then we'd be like, oh, that's fine. Oh, we've had COVID all year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do something Let's here. Cancel the season. Save now. the PR here. Well, you. <laughs> that's. <laughs> can't even follow that up. I mean, and then that, that's, follow that up with Michigan. That, that's a that's mm -hmm. to a point. That's the period. It ends right there. That that's all you need to say. Like Michigan fans were legitimately excited that they beat Rutgers. Hey, 
That's I re- pathetic. I read an article that the you know how many games they've lost Michigan, right? And they mm-hmm. were saying the actual low point of the season was this week when they beat Rutgers in what double or triple double overtime, and they beat them. And like that's the low point of the season. So it's like, <laughs> at what point? Does Harbaugh get run out of town? Or does he just get a buy because of COVID? Uh, what's the buyout? I don't know. What it's happens pretty here? Insane what's, and- what's the deal with Harbaugh? Tell me. Uh, here's the deal with Harbaugh. He's going to leave on his own, and it's going to be a, a passing I'd leave on. on my own after this year. No, I just – listen, he, he could coach there for the next five years. They're not getting rid of him because you're not getting a better coach. You think he's got five years, no matter lives, what happens. He, no. No, he could have, but he's going to leave. He lives next door to his dad. The grandkids run in the backyard. I think what's going to happen he's is one of two things. Year. He'll be done at the end of this year at Michigan. Correct. That's the answer. Or – He'll stay one more year, call it a COVID year, and see where it goes. I personally think this is his last this year at Michigan, it. and he goes back to the NFL. Like In good conscience, if you're the athletic director, if you're the board of trustees, and this is your cash cow, like COVID aside, how can you look at it? Because, like, let's be honest, Indiana's got COVID. How are, how's their season going? They almost beat Ohio State. You know where Jim Harbaugh, excuse me, is going to be coaching next year? You made head coach of San Diego Chargers with Justin Herbert. Uh, Anthony Lynn's going to be gone. He's going to be coaching in San Diego. Where did he start? San Diego State. I, and he I went guess. up to Stanford. I'm telling you, I'm calling it right now. They're He's not in Chargers San Diego head coach now. next year. <laughs> They're in Los Angeles. I think Harbaugh needs to go back to San Fran. But like <laughs> I just said, magic. Everybody in Los Stanford. Angeles still thinks they're in San yeah, Diego. Right. I know where he can go. He can go to Vanderbilt. They haven't won a game, yeah. and uh, they're he, playing. They're they're trotting out. Man, I saw this today. Vanderbilt is or three for seven for the year on field goals. So uh, because of COVID, they don't have some of their kickers this week. So they're breaking out some uh, female soccer players that are at practice this week. Kathy Ireland, they might play. Kathy Ireland is going to walk out that door. Oh wow, that's awesome! Swing, yes. (laughs) Harbaugh, Chargers. Los I, Angeles. I hear it's you. happening. All right, we'll see. Write it down. It's we'll on record. The swing. It, it'll be recorded. Can we get a swing? Scott Backman was the holder. Swing. No. You want to give it to me? That was way off. All right. How about swing? That works for Kathy Ireland. And exactly. a lot of people listening are like, who's Kathy Ireland? <laughs> that was my childhood crush. Ah, those Sports Illustrated swimsuit oh, issues. Oh. She set the bar. That was it. Yeah. Necessary roughness. Find it at your local blockbuster. I'm still waiting on her to accept my friend request. <laughs> <laughs> There's one out there, guys. Uh, you think I'm playing, but I'm uh, not. I need to find this. Maybe I can get it first. Yes. You think I'm playing? I'm not. Once she accepts, she's coming on the show, guys. That would, hey, that, that's that's a bucket list item. Absolutely. I'm good there. In-person visit? Yep. <laughs> we can fly her out to the man cave. We can throw some rocks out in the driveway and like make it look like it's an exotic photo shoot. <laughs> we'll just take the gravel and stack it like some uh, Zen rocks. And, and we'll get Isaac out there to uh, spray her with the water hose like the waves are crashing up on them rocks. <laughs> That's it. Hey, you've seen my photo editing. We can do a lot. We can make her Instagram famous again. Absolutely. You got skills. Let's <laughs> use them. are endless. Oh, man. Let's bring back the swimsuit edition. Let's bring back Kathy Ireland, damn it. It's probably still there, but it's probably now all like, uh, you know, electronic. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't, no one buys that anymore. No one gets excited for that like they used to. I think it's because of the internet, but that's just me. Yeah, there's so- 
way too many choices. Yeah, I mean, people can go to... We're know, talking about SportsIllustrated.com. Uh, <laughs> swimsuit edition. We'll go with that one. <laughs> Playboy quit doing Playboy for yeah. a while. That's so how the, it's the trying. They tried doing all. the body That's paint, That's right? you, Dad. That's yeah. right. Yeah. The grotto ain't the grotto no, no more. No, it's True. not. Yes. It's, but you know what? It's S- there, but just no one's, you know. Well, well SI tried doing the body paint stuff. Yeah. And, you know, that, that didn't work. They're better off. Uh, I think ESPN does what the athletes with the body issue. Yeah. Then you got like Verlander in there showing his ass cheeks when he's pitching, but nobody cares. Come on, man. Well, well I, got, I got one question for you before we transition or go completely. <laughs> I don't have the rails here. This is fun. Uh, <laughs> this is great. Ah. Uh, if you could have lived one life of any person outside of the sports world, could you pick somebody other than you, Hefner? Outside of the sports world? Yeah, I you, mean, I can you, think you of a lot of one like, person. Like, is there going to be better than Hugh Hefner? Yeah. What life would you like to live? Oh, I mean, I can think of a lot of rich people. I'd just like to have their money. Can no, life. Hugh's life. What about uh, the dude that owns Virgin? No. Richard Branson? No. He's I mean, going to send extreme. people to the moon. He's extreme. Like, I'm going to jump off this uh, building in New York City. I mean, just saying. I mean, and he's got money. Or I don't know. Shout out the New River Gorge Bridge. I'm going to do that, too. Yeah, just like you after. You no, I, I got to take you. I can't. I can't. Yeah. You, what about Larry Flint? <laughs> he's too dirty, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's too much baggage. Like Epstein. Hughes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 pump the brakes. Oh, pump the brakes. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Off the rails. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'll be here all week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it might be time to transition now, Jay. You asked for this. <laughs> <laughs> Well, now that we got a chance to reset a little bit, you know, we're, we're watching our basketball game here at WVU, and it's been pretty terrible. It's not exciting to see. So we're going to get into our NFL Stone Cold Lead Pipe Locks. But let me ask you guys this. When it comes to Thanksgiving, what is your favorite side dish? For me, it's – I don't know. It depends on where you're at in the country. Dressing slash stuffing. Well, that- the, no, dressing is not cooked in the bird. Stuffing is stuffed and cooked in the bird. Say that again. So it's stuffing when it's inside the turkey. Yeah, and dressing. Okay, so dressing. Dressing's my favorite, and then second is the deviled eggs. All right, well, deviled eggs are great, but with stuffing, do you put gravy on or eat it as is? Depends on who cooks it. <laughs> if it's, if it's good, I don't eat it. All right, got gotcha. you. If you have good dressing, that is always my favorite. A little crunchy, crispity on top and <laughs> savory underneath. It just melts together in your mouth. You don't even need to put gravy on it. Uh I, I I'm fine with deviled eggs as a second, although uh, it's more of an appetizer. I love deviled eggs. I, I do really like my green bean casserole or my corn casserole. I will say one thing: if you have those purple jelloey things on you, what are they? Cranberries? cranberries. No one eats cranberries. It, only get if you're out on of it, my get off my thing. Only if you're table. on your period. Yeah, <laughs> that's when you eat them. I was gonna say that no, I can tell you what dish no one eats, and that's cranberries. How do you feel about candied yams or sweet potatoes? I'm all right with sweet potatoes. I'll give them a little try. They mix in with other stuff. Do you Get put the marshmallows on out of here. Other people put marshmallows on them. I yeah. mix them in with my regular potatoes. I, I, I specifically request that my wife thinks they have to have marshmallows on them, so you have to do half and half because I'm not I'm not effing with the marshmallows, man. I, I'm a big uh, sweet potato person. Uh, Mom makes them. Uh, she's really good at it, but. 
I don't think she does the marshmallows. She does like coconut flakes. Hey, I'm good with that. I like that. You know what we need to do for Thanksgiving this year or next year? I'm good with sweet potato French fries. Those yeah, are those, the best. Are sweet bad. potato fries. Yep. They're, they're either good or bad. There's no in between. If you do them right, True. they're fantastic. Yep. If you do them wrong, no thanks. All I know is, is that Baby Yoda loves deviled eggs. Loves any type of eggs. Light so, or dark meat. <laughs> you can't. I mean, to me, that tells you right there. <laughs> if you, Baby Yoda's approving it. The force is with you eating these deviled eggs. So when you're sitting down Thanksgiving dinner, are you going for the white meat or the dark meat? I didn't care about the turkey. Really? No. I don't are you? Know. Would you rather have ham? Yeah, I think I like ham better. Because right, that that was the argument we had when we bought the turkey this year was my son wanted ham. Yeah. And I, I love ham, but yeah. I'm sorry, you got to do turkey. Well, you can do ham for Christmas. To me, I want that's dark, what we do. I want dark meat for Thanksgiving dinner, and then the white meat is my sandwiches for three days. Call, call me crazy. Yeah, I, mean, I, I just I look more forward to the uh, turkey salad. Oh, that's turkey salad's good stuff. Than the actual turkey itself. Oh, wow. I like the side dishes more than the actual turkey. Nothing wrong with that. You got to stay Although, away from the I will say, fan. If you if you buy a deep fryer and you dop that turkey in a deep fryer, you'll I've become a turkey that. guy. You'll I'm not doing that this guy. year. I'm not doing that this year, but the first couple of times I deep fried a turkey, man, I had an audience. People came out, they're like, What's this in the yard, man? And you know what? It came out. And the first time I ever deep fried a turkey, it was so good in my workplace where we had two hundred employees, we deep fried seven turkeys because you know, you can cook them in like two hours. So so just so I know, kinda on a personal level here. You could deep fry this turkey, but you're not going to. I do not have the equipment on hand. Oh, okay. I think so he said on he's going to air fry it. I'm not air frying. <laughs> I'm not doing the air fryer. <laughs> We're doing a tofu turkey. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Call. Yes. I'm not coming now. <laughs> With the cauliflower crust. Oh, Lord. Uh, well, let's, let's talk some NFL. So before, because I, I can't hit the music yet, we have to talk about this. Last week sucked. Yeah. I mean, it was terrible. None of us were over 500. I feel good with my normal six and eight, which I normally do, because you guys were three and 10. You were top dog. And I'm like, oh, oh, you buy my beer. It was so bad. Like, this is what we get. It's the karma for talking about how good we've been all year and that we've been getting a little more outrageous with those claims in this past week. I disagree uh, because some of these picks were like everyone would have picked these certain favorites. Oh, it, was a, it was a bad week. And, they, and no one covered. It was a bad week. Like last week, if everyone had done the Constanza approach, everyone would have came out like roses. <laughs> yeah, Constanza would have been good last week. I mean, I, that's, that's, that goes without The teams that didn't cover last week was magical. Like it was crazy. It was a uh, bet in the dogs paradise week. Or the unexpected. There's a few. Two games for me. The Packers is a two and a half point uh, dog. Easiest up, game. Up, oh. two, up two scores in the third quarter. You pick the Packers and you're like, you're feeling in good. In the bag, baby. And then the Cowboys game. Yeah. You know it's crazy if Biggie's buying beer this week. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this, gentlemen. We're entering week 12. This is the first time this year I've bought beer. I plan for it to be the last time. Well, as we hit the music, we'll notate that we only had three, four, six wins last week. But this week, we have 16 games. That's right. Every team is playing for the first time, and I don't know how long. It's been weeks and weeks and weeks, and we have every single team on the docket. This is, what are we in, week 12? 
Week 12. Week 12 NFL Stone Cold Lead Pipe Locks of the Week. And we plan to get back on track. So let's get started with our first game. Now we will notate on Thursday night. Thursday, we have two games. Thursday night game got got moved because of COVID. So we only have Houston and Detroit and Washington at Dallas for Thanksgiving. So it's more of a traditional game. Uh, One thing about that, when I looked earlier, there currently is not a line on Baltimore-Pittsburgh. I have have an updated line. Okay. No worries. I, I, I dug through the... The research halls to get us a line. But we're going to start with the Houston Texans on the road to Detroit, where Matt Stafford is questionable but apparently is playing and Galladay is out Our with an injury. Our social distancing games for Thanksgiving. <laughs> they are the social no distancing games. No one's watching, games. people. So if you happen to at least see the score, do you think Detroit's going to lose by three because Houston is a three-point favorite? What do you think, Mr. Brown? Mm. Ooh, he didn't want to pick first. I like that. No, I wasn't ready to pick. <laughs> Houston and Detroit, but uh, Houston's, a th- Houston's a three-point favorite. Uh, I'm going to go with Houston. Deshaun Watson, baby. And I'm I'm so used over the last 30 years, or since I can remember watching <laughs> Detroit lose on Thanksgiving. Right, so we're just going with the norm. Absolutely. I'm going to follow it up and tell you I'm also going to Houston just for the reasons I said. Stafford's a little questionable. Galladay still and not you're playing. you're better. He's a fantasy quarterback. And I'm not playing him this week at no, fantasy. You should. While I would agree, Lone I do Lone believe Lone the Lone Texans Lone are probably the safe pick here. You're going to go out on a limb? I'm going Lone Lion. I'm taking the fighting Matt Patricia's to win at home on Thanksgiving. Give me a <laughs> That's acceptable. You are the Lone Wolf. Move into the other Thanksgiving game tomorrow. We got, or today, Washington on the road to Dallas. Dallas is a three-point favorite. So, for me, this is like one of those trickier games of the week to play. Do you really believe the Cowboys are as good as they played last week? What are the Redskins? <laughs> Who knows? I really have no clue on either team. So, the Cowboys at home on Thanksgiving with the Red Rider BB gun. I'm taking the Cowboys to cover. I feel like last week was the first week that Andy Dalton showed up. And uh, he's not concussed. He did his thing. They got way more shiny toys than the Red, not Redskins. Even though it's Cowboys and the Indians, Thanksgiving Day. I got to go Cowboys all day long. All right, we're Dallas across the board here. I, I think now that Dalton has cleared the concussion protocol, he had a decent outing last week. And I like, look. Washington was losing to Cincinnati before Burrow went out, so like I, I'm not feeling them that much. So I, I'm going Dallas as well. Yeah, we all want Cowboys over Indians on Thanksgiving. There we go. That's, That's America right. for you. All right, how about the Miami Dolphins who laid an egg against Denver? They're on the road to the Meadowlands playing the Jets. 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 It's two out again. Uh, no, Tua was not hurt necessarily. They just took him out because of play apparently. I thought it was. Dinged up. Nah, they All just right. they, yeah, they watching the game. You thought he was dinged. I know. That's what I it, thought too. If I'm Brian Flores and I come out, it's you know what? We thought he was a little dinged. He's the franchise. That's not what they said. Yeah, nope. But so Tua is starting. Start. Tua is Tua is yep. What's the spread against the Jets? The Dolphins are a seven point favorite. Okay. On the road. What you got? Give me a pick first. No, I, I I'll roll with this one. I got the Dolphins covering seven points because the Jets are that damn bad. I agree. I can't, I can't add anything. Symbols in. You want to be a lone wolf or do you want to ride? He's growing a beard out. Fitzmagic played last week. I think I know where he's going here. 
Dolphins hadn't lost last week, I would have picked the Jets. The fact is, the Dolphins bounced back this week, and I think they cover. Alright, I can respect that. So, hopefully, we're alright on that one. Cleveland on the road to Jacksonville. The Browns, who've been playing in bad weather, finally get a chance to go somewhere where it's not going to be a monsoon, snow, rain, hail, whatever. They've had three straight home games where it's been that way. Uh, it's been terrible. So, let's see how that translates to Florida. Because the Jaguars are hosting them in Cleveland. Maybe it was like Beckham getting pissed or shit on. Maybe that was a lot of <laughs> deuce. Yeah. Cleveland steamer yeah. on your chest. Exactly. <laughs> it ain't the weather. It's Beckham. The Browns are <laughs> Brown Town. <laughs> Six and a half point favor. You've been waiting all year to say Cleveland steamer. Uh, <laughs> this is kind of a tough game to pick in that the Browns are going to win this game, but I don't know if they're necessarily a touchdown better. It's kind of been their style lately, right? Yeah, I just I feel like in this game with the running game that they have, Chubb, Hunt, I, I, I see them winning you know, 27-20, 20-13. That would cover. Yeah, I'm taking them to cover. I just, the Jags are such dog crap. Uh, I got a good Cleveland. You got Mike Glennon coming out, and he's starting his first game in three years. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm riding the same thing just because Jacksonville has the uncertainty at a quarterback, and it's just going to be Cleveland. First game in three years. Uh, so old dude that plays the mustache is already out. Good for him. Now it's Mike Glennon. All right, the uh, L.A. Chargers on the road where nobody circles the wagons quite like the Buffalo Bills. The Bills at home are a five-and-a-half-point favorite. So this is an early game, East Coast. You guys know what I like to do with those West Coast teams going East, and you're giving me the Chargers who always lose close to the Bills coming off a bye week with Josh Allen, who's one of the best five quarterbacks in the league. Bills cover. They win by 10. I can't add anything. I agree. I'm going low wolf here. What? Chargers. Why? You have Why been do you think too many Joe Madden posts. No. Which I love, Joe Madden. Explain yourself. I just, I'm telling you, I think this is a game. The Bills never put nobody away. I think the Bills win by like three or so. Okay, so the Bills still win. And just the Bills win. Okay. And the Chargers love to keep it close as well. All right, well, we'll see what happens. So give, give me us a, a lone charger. Give me a Buffalo uh, something. I don't no, know. No, it's a Charger. Oh, it's Charger. A charger even, dude. Lone Charger. Just give me the Arnold Charger. Go, Chargers, go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. All right, Mr. Brown's Las Vegas Raiders on the road where nobody blows a game quite like the Atlanta Falcons. The Raiders on the road, three-point favorite. Wow. I'm going to go first. That, that's all it is is three? Three. Yeah, I got Raiders all day. Sorry, I'm not even adding nothing to that. <laughs> they should have beat the Chiefs last week. They should have. While they will have a little bit of a hangover, and it's a 1 o'clock East Coast game, I think the Raiders and Chucky got something going. I I love them to cover in this game. Or across the board, I, I think uh, I don't think they have much of a hangover after the Chiefs game. They've already beat them once. They should they could play with them twice. I think the Raiders might be a little underrated here. Now, if they come out and lose this game, then we can all say no, they're not. Right. But I, I think the Falcons are destined to kind of uh, reassess where they're at at this point uh, as a franchise. So the Raiders are covering this. They game. lost to Taysom Hill last week in the landslide. They did. They lost to a linebacker, a quarterback. All right, the New York Giants, the G-Men, on the road to the Queen City on the Ohio River. 
The Bengals, without Joe Burrow, who's gone for the year. The Giants find themselves favorites for the first time all year, probably. I don't know. Somebody look that up. Anyway, the Giants are a six-point road favorite. Mr. Chad the Mark, I know what I think in this game, but as the resident Bengals fan, I feel like you should tell us what you think first. It's clearly going to be the Giants cover. Cincinnati now is going into the toilet to see if they can draft some support for Burrow, hopefully some offensive linemen so he doesn't get murdered like he did all year. I can't believe it went to week 11 before he got destroyed the way he did. That was bad. So let's see if they even show up competitively. They're not even playing Ryan Finley at quarterback this week. They're playing some guy. I don't even know who he is. I got to look at it. Finley's not starting. No, it's some other guy. I got to look it up. You're a Bengals guy. You got to tell me who's starting. For That's how team. bad it is. I don't even know who it is. We got to look at it. Danny Dimes is going to run We've, 22 miles an hour over your ass. He's going to have 80 coming. rushing yards. <laughs> yeah, you know, the Giants, 1-7 and seven to 3-7. and seven. Joe Judge, who I think and I thought this in the offseason. He'll end up being the best Bill Belichick disciple. Here comes the judge. Giants, are, they're doing a little something. They're moving a little something. And the Bengals, who I thought were starting Ryan Finley, Chris Winkie, 29-year-old draftee or whatever the hell he was. Uh-uh. Now the fact that the Bengals fan doesn't even know who they're starting, I might bet yeah. this game on Sunday. You can't <laughs> bet this if he don't even know. This is crazy. Like, Giants. There's no way the Bengals cover if he don't know who his quarterback is. No, I'm taking the Giants to cover. Absolutely. It's pathetic. I don't know if that's against the Bengals or our resident Bengals fan. They're uh, starting Brandon Allen. Okay. You know, wow. he was from Arkansas. Uh, definitely the Giants. <laughs> Bring back A.J. McCarron. Yeah. He was on the Broncos last year. I think yeah. that was trending. <clears throat> I think people just want A.J. McCarron as their quarterback because they, they can get screenshots of Catherine Webb. Brent Musburger would be excited. Yes. Oh, ho, ho. Yes. why do the right, quarterbacks Biggie, always get the good-looking let, let's, girls? Let's complete the three-sweep here in a row of talking about our teams. We're talking about the Raiders. We're talking about my bungles. Let's talk about your Patriots at home hosting your 2020 MVP candidate, Kyler Murray. Here's Ooh. the thing. Two-and-a-half-point favorite Arizona Cardinals. Ten games into the year, I'm a homer. You know I love rolling with my Patriots. Two and a half points at home. Look, you got Bill Belichick. He's a genius. He's taking Cam away. wants to ball. You know what they're doing. He's they're going to come up. They're going to run the ball. They're going to keep it. Cl- Gilmore is back this week. He's Ding up oh. the Andre Hopkins. Oh, great. You know what that means? You're taking New England. 2020 NFL MVP, who will be healthy, Kyler Murray, balls out throwing the ball to Christian Kirk in the Cardinals cover. This is the first time, I think, all year he hasn't taken the Patriots. Yeah. Is he playing for sure, Kyler Murray? As far as I know, he's a 100% player. As of right now, he's listed, yes. All right. I, I got to go to Arizona. There's no reason why New England's going to do anything. Absolutely. All right, let's move on. Let's see if we can disagree on this one. We got a divisional matchup between Tennessee. Hey, stop. How sweet it is that New England's not in the playoff picture this year. How sweet it is to see them so bad. Absolutely. It's fantastic. Put that in there. Thank you. Do you want to move on or do you want to keep just shitting all over New England? I just had to get that in. Okay. I felt like we didn't give it enough. You you have to make sure it gets proper airtime. Yes. Okay. When the homer doesn't pick his team to cover, you know it's bad. I never pick my Raiders unless I feel confident. Well, that's because they're dog shit. I think the Raiders pick for Mr. Brown always comes down to the karma he expects. Mm -hmm. If he wants them to win, he usually picks against them. The thing is, yes, we're dog shit, 
But guess what? This year, you're making the playoffs. Pick the Patriots, and you're complete, hundred percent, like dumpster fire, <laughs> dog shit. I don't even know what's called. Think you about guys. how good your Cam record Newton would be. Is a better dresser than a quarterback. Wait a minute. And whoa, 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 whoa! Now he's not a good quarterback. But to say he's a better dresser than a quarterback is just trying to pile on the that's guy. That's insulting. Because he isn't good either who dressed no, themselves. See, that's my point. You still pick him, and you're blinded <laughs> by that. Just let it go, Biggie. Tom Brady's not walking through that tunnel. He's retiring. Old man Gray is gone. He doesn't like to shake hands after the game you know, either. Now when he loses. Biggie's not going to shake hands either with his New England picks. Because he's not living in real life right now. <laughs> he is living in the past. 20 years from now, Big is going to be like a Cowboys slash Niners fan. He's going to be like that guy sitting in his basement with all the gear around talking about the glory days. He's going to be like a Vikings fan that's been talking about what they're going to do for the next 60 years. Ooh, Vikings fans feel that pain. Yes. You're saying that as you stare holes in one sitting behind him. Yes. Sorry, Isaac. Well, there, there's two things about that statement. One. Vikings never won a championship, so they have no clue how it feels. And in 20 years, when the Raiders and Patriots have neither won a championship and it's 2040, we'll still have twice as many as you guys do. No, the point is... is You'll still be talking about what happened in 2001. Yeah. No, we'll be talking about what happened in 2018. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair enough, I guess. That, that, That dulls the pain a little bit. Onward and upward. All right, speaking of onward and upward, let's keep getting through these picks. The Tennessee Titans on the road. To the surprisingly competitive, great Indianapolis team, the Colts, where the Colts are a three-point home favorite. I'm taking the Titans all day, every day. I don't – Phillip Rivers, he had another kid. He's got 14 now. They surprised me last week. They're better. They're up and down. I love to ride the Colts. You guys know that. I'm taking the Titans, three-point dogs. Let's go. It's hard for you because you got the you love the Colts and you I, love the Fighting Braves. Dude, I know he's in a tough spot. So I'm 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 obviously the voice of reason. I'm gonna go with the uh, Titans because Ooh. it's very clear that Derrick Henry's gonna run. Wow. I guess I, I find myself for the first time this week as the lone lone wolf. All right. I'm taking the Colts. I'm sorry. Like they look like a team that might have finally put some things together here. Philip Rivers. They just beat Green Bay, who's a solid team. You're telling me they can't stop the one-dimensional Tennessee Titans? Give me a <laughs> for the Colts because they're covering at home. They're not because that's your fantasy quarterback this week. It's not. It will be. It might be. Yeah, I don't know. You know it will be. I think I might go Danny. We all know it will be. I think I might take Danny Dimes against Cincinnati. That's, that's tough to pass up. That's true. All right, how about Carolina on the road to the Purple People Eaters? The Minnesota Vikings are a three-and-a-half-point favorite against the Panthers. That's ridiculous. The Vikings at home are a three and a half point favorite. Correct. They should be at a six and a half point favorite because they're going to win by a touchdown. So Give me the Vikings. Yeah. I'm taking Minnesota as well. Yeah. They say Bridgewater's playing, but I don't know if it's PJ Walker or Bridgewater. Either so way, Minnesota. Either way, Minnesota seems like they're starting to kind of figure things out. Dalvin Cook is a man on fire right now. Thielen's starting to come back, although he has COVID, but he might play. So you know, we'll you know Thielen has 11 touchdowns already? Oh, that's crazy. I do, because he's on my fantasy team. I was looking at that today. Yeah. And the last two weeks has been great for him. Pretty so. fly for a white guy. Better Give than Galladay. Give it to me, baby. <laughs> All right, how about... The, Adult six. The yes. Thursday night game, they got moved. Now, I want to say this before I say anything else. 
So we got Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Lamar Jackson, and the Ravens have kind of regressed a little bit. You know who the offensive coordinator is for Baltimore? Is it Marty Morinwake? It's it's Greg Roman. Greg Roman. You know who Greg Roman also was the offensive coordinator of? San Francisco 49ers. And who was their quarterback then? Colin Kaepernick. And I know nobody likes to talk about this, but Kaepernick was a stud, right? He was the man on fire himself, and they were kicking ass and taking names, and then what happened? People uh, had some film on them, figured out what they were going to do. They this didn't make adjustments. girl is on fire. <laughs> Funny thing about you saying them not make adjustments is Lamar Jackson was on radio two weeks ago saying teams were calling their plays out at the line. Right. So my point is, just like what happened. He worked out this week, by the way. Just what happened to San Francisco. When people figured out Kaepernick and he fell off, the same thing is now happening in Baltimore. Greg Roman's responsible for both for his inability to change and be creative. Baltimore, I think, is in a bad spot right now. It's like Roman Empire. It is. The downfall of the Roman Empire. Twice. So, that being said, Pittsburgh is a four and a half point favorite. Do they stay undefeated? Do they cover? I do believe I will take the Ravens to cover. Ooh, so you didn't buy any of that stuff I just said. No, at four and a half. And the fact the NFL just gave the Ravens an extra three days to get ready tells me the NFL really wants the Ravens to They gave the Steelers just as much time to get ready, too. Yeah. With that. There's not a bunch of Steelers or Ravens players saying, I can't believe we didn't play on Thursday night. That's because the Steelers are ready to whip their ass. I still think that the Steelers will win the game, but I think it – Four and a half? No. What's right. the Steelers' record? They're uh, 10 and 0. 9 and 0 or 10 and 0, right? 10 and 0. 10 and 0. They're undefeated. Undefeated. Point, I just, of, point of the matter is that they're the worst undefeated in the history of the league. That's so true. It's going to keep mounting. The pressure's mounting because they're playing way above their heads. I, I still think they win, but I'm still going Ravens. I think Pittsburgh maybe wins by three. Or Ravens could actually win. Before Chad the Mark makes his pick, I want to give you a rundown of the reasons I took with a four and a half point spread the Ravens to cover. Pittsburgh's played the entire NFC East. Bengals and Browns twice. So have the Ravens. Played two teams this year above 500. They beat the one and nine Jags. They also beat Barely beat Denver. They beat the Ravens. I'm just telling you, they played a dog shit schedule. They've won the games they were, you know, putting Look, I, I don't. I, I agree that Pittsburgh is the worst ten and O team we've seen in modern history, but they beat the Ravens on the road. They're beating them at home. It's just the way it is. I How hate the much? Steelers. They're not by at least by four five and points. All right, all right. So I'm taking the Steelers, and I, I can't give you a loan. I don't know what a Steeler does, except for I, I don't. I can't. I can't without being offensive. So I'm just going to stop. But the Steelers are the lone wolf. So oh, that's what you get. You kill people that are alive and you're worried about being offensive. I don't kill people that are alive. Oh, you just assume they're dead. Correct. Okay. I don't wish them death. I just think they're already dead. In your defense, I have no clue what a lone wolf stealer would do. I, I did my best with the actual All right, so I, I'm, I'm there. Let's move on to Nolens on the road to Rocky Mountain High. Playing the Denver Broncos, Nolens is a six-point road favorite. No, I, I'm taking New Orleans. I don't care who's the quarterback. I, crab legs, Taysom Hill. I don't care. Drew Brees. I'm taking the Saints. Yeah, the, the same here. 
Last week, I was really skeptical on the Saints. Thought their offense would look completely different. Taysom Hill, I know it was a lot of short passes, but they have the guys that fit into that. Kamara, Thomas, I was wrong. I got the Saints to cover. You got a lot of guys on the Saints are still pissed that Winston didn't start. That's all right. It's, not a, it's in Taysom Hill's contract that he's supposed to start whenever he uh, Drew Brees is down. But, you know, I, I'm also taking the Saints because, again, I picked them. I believe to go to the Super Bowl, at least to win the division. So the Broncos win over the Dolphins was what? Uh, it was a fluky, horrible offensive output by a rookie quarterback and a Dolphins team that is still trying to find their way. The Saints are not trying to find their way. They know who they are. They've had Taysom Hill there forever. Sean Payton is a quarterback whisperer. It is what it is. They're going to end up going in there and winning by double digits. So a couple more rushing touchdowns by Hill. I, I'll if you say didn't have him on your fantasy team, you might want him now. I think if you're Sean Payton, where you're one of the great offensive minds in the history of football, and you have an opportunity to do something just a little bit different, he's rejuvenated. Midway through the season, he's going to prove every person out there, just like Bill Belichick, Tom Brady, it wasn't Drew Brees, it's me. He's going to refresh everything he's doing as a coach. And I got bad news, ESPN fantasy football players, they have now taken away Hill's eligibility at tight end. So if you're going to start him, Ooh. you need to do it right. Do it at quarterback. Ooh, that's that's a kick in the ass. He shouldn't have been listed. No, nah, I agree with you. He was a quarterback. Yeah. <clears throat> Who was playing him at tight end? ESPN did that. Yeah, Yahoo, Yahoo never did. Yahoo. A, that's why we use Yahoo. Sunday morning, Matt Barry and Phil it was a big spent like uh, ten minutes defending ESPN. There's no reason for that. That's but why it was this so bad. ESPN brought to you by Yahoo Fantasy Football. ESPN went against their own mandate and changed uh, player availability midseason. They never do that. And they All changed right. it right back to the next week. All right, let's go out to the West Coast. How about San Francisco against the Rams? This is a hell of an intriguing matchup. This is really to see if one of these two teams can actually compete with the other two teams in the NFC West. It's in L.A. where the Rams are a six-and-a-half-point favorite over San Francisco. Ooh. See, this spread's a little troublesome for me because the Rams are obviously the better team, but Shanahan's a good coach. They're coming off a bye week. Do you know who's starting for the 49ers? Is Nick Mullins? I believe it is Nick Mullins. I can't tell you for sure. Which running back are they playing? Which one of the seven? I I don't know. Uh, See, this is the expert picks you get here. We don't know who's playing. We're just going with our gut off the coaches. Well, I know that Dwayne The Rock Johnson's biggest fan to George Kittle is not playing. No, he is not. Yeah. And the Rams have consistently proven me wrong this year in uh, big games. I got the Rams to cover. Do I think that they'll necessarily win by a touchdown while I'm picking them to cover? They will win this game. There's no way they lose this. So who are you picking? Rams to cover. Rams to cover. I just – the Niners are going to be competitive, but damn that Sean McVay has done some stuff with that team this year to change up. I'm going Rams as well. You're going Rams as well. Do you have anything to add or just agreeing with everything he said? No, I just, I just, Niners are too banged up, man. I, the Rams are definitely winning this game. I 100% agree with you. They're not covering. Them. They're not covering. I'm taking the 49ers because they are coming off a of bye week. I think they'll have time to prepare enough to have a good enough game against them to cover. I'd like to think the Niners might even pose a chance to win this game, but I don't think they will. I think the Rams are starting to get doubt in a little bit, but the Niners are covering. I don't. I, oh, the gold rush is here. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I, I, I can't think of what a gold 49 member, is. right? Gold, yes, that is a gold member. That was, I think we had played a game back in the day when, when, when computers weren't real computers. 
<laughs> Remember that? We had Dallup. Yeah, it was like Gold Rush, or there was something where you, the Oregon Trail. Oh, that, yeah, that was something. You go dig up some gold. Yeah, that's how you got money. Be a niner. Right. Yeah. 40 miles. That's right. Hell yes. So we're going back to the Oregon Trail. That's it. You died from dysentery. That's right. <laughs> All right, here's a here's a great spread for you. Kansas City on the road to Tampa Bay. Kansas City's a three-and-a-half-point favorite, and Tom Brady typically doesn't have back-to-back bad games. So what do you think of this game? Uh, to me, this is one of the tougher games of the week to pick because, like you just said, even at his advanced stage, Brady typically doesn't play bad back-to-back weeks. They're at home, but you're playing the Chiefs, who are just an absolute juggernaut. It's not who you want to see after a bad game. Here's the thing that allows me to take the Bucks to cover. <laughs> Give me that half point, that three and a half hook. I can easily see a 27-24, 30-27 game. Give me that half point hook. I'll take it. I got the Bucks covering. I'm going Chiefs. He's crazy. I'm going with the Chiefs, too. In fact, they even have Sammy Watkins that apparently is going to play. So that just gives another uh, little tool in the tool shed. And uh, I'm sorry. Tom Brady might actually have a decent game, but I think Mahomes is looking at this as like he's playing the Patriots. Tom Brady might as well be that punching bag, and they're going to take advantage and beat their ass. I feel like old man Winter is showing his true colors these days. He's starting to look like that, isn't he? He's Uh, all gray now. There's no mixing gray. He's all gray. Remember, originally we thought uh, Brady got the house in the divorce. Now, apparently, they just sold it all. Yeah, it's gone. (laughs) I don't know what a lone buck is, but I will say this is where you can figure out whether or not the Bucks are a team. Either they come out and ball and they're a legitimate contender as a wild card, or they're smoking. All right, Lone Wolf, give me your best pirate sound. How about that? Arg! <laughs> Arg, matey! Yeah. Yeah. All right, how about Chicago? Pass the rum. On yes. the road to Green Bay in the black and blue division. Can you guess what the spread is in this game, Mr. Brown? Green Bay and who? Chicago. I'm going to say Green Bay by seven. What do you think? You're probably looking at it, aren't you? I want to say Green Bay by eight and a half. Green Bay is an eight and a half point favorite. Who do you got? He likes picking with it in his hand. I like going by my gut. I love that. I I love that about you. I love how you just keep yourself in last place. Exactly. (laughs) You know, I watched this show. It should be by our gut, in my opinion. NCIS gives gut. It's legendary. NCIS is the worst show on television. And I will bar you from future episodes of this podcast if you mention it again. Kiss the tattoo on my ass. I'm going to turn your mic off. Yeah. Hot mic. So, <laughs> Bears Packers, do you have a definitive opinion where you're leaning? I, I'm quite clear that it's going to be Packers. Uh, yeah. I, I, I'll need Aaron Jones to produce. Okay. Well, here's my thing the Packers are the far better team, and they will win this game. That Bears defense is so good, it's a divisional game. I'm going to take the Bears to cover. I was going to try to save you before you go. I heard this today. that Nick Foles didn't practice today, and Mitchell Trubisky took 100% of the snaps in practice. Does that change your outcome? Yes, it does. Why'd you do that for? I, I held my hand up trying to stop him, and he just ignored me Slide like a in. jackass. He's looking at his phone. Let the guy right, make so his – Let him Chicago. walk the plank. I like to know what the games are coming up. Let, let him say, walk the plank. I didn't say he was starting. I just told you what happened today. You know what? Before I knew that, I was betting on the Bears' defense. So, in an effort to give you a chance to catch up to me, I'll stay with the Bears because I know you're going Packers. You're right. Mr. Brown and I are both going Packers because we're not Nimrods. Is that you know what? But he's got his phone in his hand. He does have his phone in his when hand. When I win picks this week because you called me a Nimrod, 
Instead of buying me beer, I want beer. That's fine. I can buy you a cheap whiskey. You can, buy, you know, buy him a pint. I'll get him, a, I'll get him some of little airplane bottles. Yeah. Bourbon, you jackass, and yeah. here's my best beer. Roar. All right, the final game. It all comes down to Monday night. The Battle of the Birds. The Seattle Seahawks, who have not looked sharp lately, on the road against a team who hasn't looked sharp all year. The first place, Philadelphia Eagles hosting the Seahawks. Seattle is a five-point road favorite. Uh, this is one of those games I just don't want to pick because the Seahawks should easily win by a touchdown. Carson Wentz, who my good friend the Bonehammer once picked off in high school, has turned into, he really has done the meme where he switched places with the Prince. He's off somewhere with Meghan Markle and Harry or Henry or whatever the hell his name is is playing quarterback. I don't know what any of that means. I don't know what the hell the Eagles are doing. The Seahawks are coming off 10-day build-up for this game. Give me the Seahawks a 10 days of prep. Oh, it's Seahawks, obviously. I don't need to have a big, long-winded message. Uh, are you sure? Because that's what we just got. No, it's Seahawks. <clears throat> you don't want to follow that. I got you. I'm also ah, thinking ah. Seattle across the board. Gentlemen, that concludes the Week 12 NFL Stone Cold Lead Pipe Locks. And I feel like we're getting down to crunch time. If we're going to catch uh, Canadian Biggie here, Mr. Brown and I, we, we got we to gotta pull together a couple good weeks here. I feel like we all need to make our picks without our phones in our hands. Do you see my phone in my hand? No. All right. Just checking. So is it better if I write the numbers down in front of me so I know what the picks are? <laughs> Just don't write the numbers down. Just use your gut. Just like we're doing here. No, it's fine. If that's what you need to do. Just that's keep, what you need you to do. You keep doing you. I'll keep just sitting here doing it off my gut. This is what happens when we're not in first. We're going to accuse you of every advantage you can take. Uh, I'm used to that. That's fine. I'll keep whipping your ass. Just like fantasy, right? Uh, Just like this year. Keep buying me that beer. (laughs) See where we are at the end of the year, mister. This beer tastes good. This beer tastes good. How many years? Yeah, I know. Hey, but before we uh, call it a show here, I enjoy charity. I give a lot every year. Hey, we we were talking a little bit before about – you know, an, an icon that we've kind of grown up with. And, you know, not everybody's a wrestling fan, but The Undertaker officially announced his retirement. So what are your most fond memories of The Undertaker? Personally, for me, we talked earlier, I feel like he's the best character uh, that wrestling's ever seen. Never broke character. Yeah, he, he's awesome. But I think the worst thing they ever did was allowing Brock Lesnar to break the streak. Uh, it was the wrong guy, right? And, and there's just memes out there still to this day of uh, that dude with glasses. <laughs> with the bug eyes. In shock that it even happened. It almost makes you wonder if it really shouldn't have happened and someone messed up. But I feel like they could have almost retired with Undertaker keeping an undefeated streak because he deserved it. The the rule in wrestling nothing is nothing else. He could have done that. The rule in wrestling is though you always go out on your back. Yeah. You know, nobody ever goes. Nobody retires with the title. And I guess the streak was almost like a title. You know, so I can see why they eventually ended it. But I'm with you. Brock's not my favorite guy to end it. Uh, my my favorite memory. I, I have two. Um, obviously, it's kind of a memory of Mick Foley as well. But when he threw him off the cage, yeah, yeah, I, I, that, that's that's iconic. And then that's then he was... threw it. Then he threw him through the cage. Yep. Uh, and then I also never forget the time he crucified Stone Cold Steve Austin on his symbol, <laughs> whatever that's worth. That is memorable. <laughs> but my most memorable favorite could watch it over and over again. Moment with the Undertaker is Mankind. 
off the top of the cage and then through the cage and off the top of the cage. Just Matt Gamble, he went to the top of the cage to start the match. Undertaker goes up there. You would never have expected that. Some of the stuff they do now where they try to go a little bit over the top, you just you have to give a lot of credit to Mick Foley there for being willing to go with that. But to me, that is probably my most single memorable wrestling moment, just of shock and awe because you know what they're going to do in the ring, the high-flying Right, 20 feet in the air. And then Dude. the match continued. I just, I'm blown away. I got to see The Undertaker when I lived in New York as a kid, 12 years old. My dad took me to a taping of Monday Night Raw. Undertaker was my favorite. I had one of his shirts when the lights went out. It would glow. Just that feeling of him coming in, dark, the purple. Did it get colder in the arena? Well, I don't know. I was fat, so I stayed warm. <laughs> Speaking of fat, Mick Foley is 300 fat. 300 pounds. 300 fat pounds. Fat pounds. <laughs> they threw him off the top of the cage. And then threw it. Like, I just, like, watching it even now, like, how did he live? Like, how did he live through that? Like, having neck surgery and been what I've been through, how did the guy of his, like, stature survive that fall? I, I guess he had a little bit extra padding, maybe. Like, I, I guess that helped. Because he wasn't like a rip cut guy, so maybe being a little portly helped him. I don't know. I can't. I can't. I can't argue what you're saying. When Jim Ross said, "My God, I think they broke him in half. He could be dead," or whatever he said, it resonated with me. And I, even when I watch it, and I knew what happened. How the hell did he live through that? Like you know, in wrestling, you get pops. Like when something happens, the crowd erupts. Right. Like the crowd erupted initially when that happened, but then it was just this eerie rumble the whole time like because you don't know if the guys actually really hurt or what's happening well it was here. like the pause for so long where the match they didn't ring the bell but it was like is he okay the first thing people say is when you bring up wrestling oh well it's fake look i would like to see some guys line up right here in front of us right now that say yeah i'll let undertaker throw me off the top <laughs> of the cage and see what happens and did you know that uh undertaker had a broken ankle in that match i did not yeah dude we we had a video on the page not too long ago of a guy jumping off the top rope and twisting around where he like oh, broke both his legs. Oh, that was like almost like Psycho Sid leg break. Yeah, and everyone, it's fake. All right, let's see you get thrown off a cage or jump off the top rope. It's predetermined, it's scripted, but it's far from fake. I will say one other thing that's really memorable to me in it. Uh, I can't remember who Kevin Nash was wrestling, but... Undertaker comes through when he was Big Daddy Diesel. In the oh, WWE. when he pulled him out through the ring? Yeah. The, into the abyss. Yep. That was pretty damn cool. Uh, most protected character of all time. And that's why when he's sitting down and telling these stories now, why I enjoy it so much. Yep. It's phenomenal. So rest in peace, everybody. The Undertaker is retired. Survivor Series is coming gone, and the dead man is – he's the last troubadour, baby. He's off into the sunset. Anyway – Guys, have a wonderful Thanksgiving. I hope you enjoy it. Enjoy a day off work. I hope most of the people listening don't have to work on Thanksgiving. But if you do, God bless you. We appreciate you. This has been the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. We will see you sometime after the holiday, hopefully next week. Enjoy your weekend. Have a good holiday. See you next time.